It is Mosley and Simcox, and we come to you today. We're together. Uh, we uh, sometimes through the pandemic have been in different studios. Today, I have stepped inside the uh, the newsroom here at ESPN Central Texas. Stephen, I've noticed for whatever reason the big boss around here, the uh, program director has fled the area and uh, so we really kind of have the place to ourselves so there's really I mean I can say things wrong today I can like <laughs> accidentally call things wrong and he won't like you know go crazy yesterday he was right there Stephen when I said I accidentally thought Fairmont State was in Connecticut and I could tell mm-hmm. I could just tell how concerned you know in Tom's face was like how will we ever overcome this as a radio station Mosley has misspoken again how will we get through this but Tommy is uh, Boy, he's got good. He's got some pretty huge stuff happening with his family. Got a graduation coming up with his daughter, and so he is. Uh, he has headed to the Ozarks for that. Tommy, hello. If you're out there, I mean, text us, call us. We uh, we love uh, love. Uh, uh, hope you're hope you're safe. Hope you're safe on the road. You know that area well, Matt. You mean Arkansas? Arkansas in general, yeah. Yeah, I spent a lot of years in Mount Ida, Arkansas. Home of Camp Ozark, and uh, that's Christian Sports Camp there, and spent a lot, a lot of years there. Stephen, I got—I don't think I can officially announce it until tomorrow, because um, I got to record some things and all that. But can I just tell you, uh, we'll do something kind of fun tomorrow to really, really celebrate it. But one of my buddies from Baylor, who happens to be a high-powered Central Texas attorney has decided to partner with us. All right. Yeah, yeah. And, we do uh, need legal help. I was a, uh, yeah, he's going to be our official attorney. And, uh, well, Stephen, I mean, his his name kind of rhymes with Barry. All right? His, that's a say. Let's just say it. Craig Cherry is, is part of a pretty exciting uh, new law firm. And uh, or he's joined forces with some folks, and we're going to get to you know announce that tomorrow. And it's just fun doing things with longtime pals. He was an SAE at Baylor. I was a Fiji. We won all the uh, singing competitions. They won the athletic competitions. And then toward the end of my time, we kind of took over on the athletics field as well. The Edogs. They called them. Now both of our fraternities, I think, have been banished. We have got to kind of now that we got the we got a lot of you know everybody's followed the rules and now we're I don't know if they've all followed the rules, but Stephen, let's let some of these fraternities people back can get on together campus. again. Yeah, yeah let's let it's somebody. okay. We, they made an example of my Phi Gams. I'm very upset about it. And uh, Stephen, it's it's uh, it's tough. It's tough when your fraternity is is banished from campus, but that's okay. Um, th- what they need is a good attorney, and boy, <laughs> Craig Cherry is one of the best. We were in law school together, in fact, at Baylor Law School, and this guy has gone on to become one of the great plaintiff's attorneys, uh, really a personal injury lawyer-type guys in uh, in Texas. And so excited to announce that. Tomorrow will be the official announcement, uh, and Stephen, I'm going to well, you and I are going to record some cool things about that. So we're excited about that. I come to you today, Stephen, fresh from Bear Ridge Golf Course. Of course, look beautiful. Love the entrance right there off uh, 
Highway 84, headed out kind of toward your house, Stephen, and then you see the Bear Ridge entrance. It's a gorgeous entrance to that whole area. A lot of great houses out there. And then uh, they got a beautiful grill room, and it was kind of funny. Stephen, I, I sort of uh, – it's a religious group that I spoke to, um, and it, it's called Lynx Fellowship. Okay, it's for golfers who like to kind of get together and have Bible study and that type of thing. And I thought, you know, I'll talk a little bit about my faith. I don't mind. I don't hide that. I, I don't, like, you know, force it on anybody. I just – but I, I didn't mind. And then, Stephen, I get there, and some of my childhood, like, one of my pastors from the past, even going back to First Baptist Kaufman, and then he was pastor at Western Heights Baptist here in, in Waco, Charles Dixon, Dr. Charles Dixon. And Corey Dixon, his wife, who in her own right is an amazing pastor, uh, her brother Chuck, they were all there, Stephen. And suddenly I felt the pressure to really kind of amp up the religious aspects. Mm-hmm. I was kind of like Baylor. I thought, well, maybe maybe I'll talk about mission fit. Um, I still don't quite know what that is when we ask for mission fits, but I think Baylor does have a mission, and I think it's good to look for the people who fit that. But, uh, Stephen, I, I, it was a Q&A, and I was really opening up about uh, Kim Mulkey and her departure and Nikki Collin and what my impressions of her were, and I, I was giving them all kinds of – in fact, later I thought, why did we not record this? Like, I thought, oh, it was this, this talk and some great questions – Man, the Hagens were out there, Ben Hagens, Trey Hagen. I mean, that, that Hagen family is big time. And, uh, Stephen, they loaded me down. I was hoping it'd be cash. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> they loaded me down with, uh, well, they first of all, cheeseburger from Bear Ridge. Good gosh, they make a grill. Now, it was kind of funny, Stephen. I did my little religious slash sports talk. Mm-hmm. All right, let's say there are 25, 30 people in there. Good little crowd. Thought it was fine. Stephen, we were in the bar. It was just kind of funny to see all the liquor and everything over there. <laughs> I don't think the Dixons had ever been in a bar. So they were front and center up there. And, and uh, But I did see one guy when I walked in who I could tell didn't quite understand what he was a part of. You know, it looked like he had come there to have a drink. <laughs> just have a drink, have a yeah, little lunch maybe. Maybe pre-round drink or maybe just kind of start his day with a little drink and suddenly we're having like a prayer meeting. I think he slowly backed his way out of there. <laughs> I'll go see what's going on the driving range over here. That's old Tommy Tompkins who runs that place, owner out there, director of everything. And um, and, and I, I had to, in my haste, I didn't really get to track down Tommy, but, uh, man, the place is looking good. It really is. So I'm, I was excited to be out there at Bear Ridge. Love our golf course from right where I am. I can see Cottonwood right now and um, love to get around in. In fact, Stephen, I might – I don't know if they have any clubs I can rent. I didn't bring my clubs. I might go play nine. Ooh. Like right after we finish up today. Ask him for a, a nine-hole rate? <laughs> That's my problem. Now, I'm sure they have one, but I had a, a recent nine-hole rate where they said, no, we charge for 18. <laughs> Meanwhile, all of golf is promoting playing nine holes because mm-hmm. it doesn't take as long. Right. And they think they can get more people to play the game. Now, what we found is – more people will play the game if you build one of these top golf things and you serve a bunch of alcohol. Okay? That's like, oh, I'll go I'll go do that. You know, not talking about myself, Stephen, of course. But of course I not, think yeah. I think people are really into that. 
like showing up at Top Golf. The only thing I've ever thought that was a little scary about Top Golf, Top Golf, is you've got like a second and third deck, and you got people that maybe at times are being overserved, and might try to like Happy Gilmore the ball. I could see somebody stumbling off of that third deck. Mm. If you yeah. know what I mean. Like, that is a hazard I hadn't really considered in, in the top golf situation. Man, I got to tell you, this Bear Ridge makes a mean burger. I'm trying to think of my burger rankings. Obviously, sandwich-wise, I go with Schmaltz's number one. I really like the George's hamburger. Let's do our local hamburger rankings, Steve. Steven. Nobody calls you Steve. I think as you get older, they will. Hello, Steve. Someday you'll be like a man, you know, the program director, and it'll be like, call me Steve. You can call me Steve. But Stephen, I uh, burger wise, here's what I would go just off the top of my head. I think I, I cups cups has a has a greasy kind of greasy spoon. That's got to be in my top five. George's has a really good cheeseburger. This burger I just had from Bear Ridge, excellent, excellent burger. I would have to go with Captain Billy Whizbangs, a place where I took my wife on her first date, and our, our uh, waitress was in house shoes. Um, Captain Billy Whizbangs used to be owned by one of my old law school professors, Dr. Gwen, or Professor Gwen, we call him, Juris Doctorate. They don't call themselves doctors. They're just professors. So uh, Professor Gwen had an ownership stake in that, cheeseburger-wise, but I love that place. There's a new owner over there that I like a lot. Very, a young guy, very cool. So, Stephen, what would you add to that? You can't name a chain. Yeah, so I'm a big fan of Double R, which is uh, down on Herring Street, and they're really good. They they do the double meat, double cheese. Double R. Double okay, R, that, yeah. that, now that's something. It used to be the hickory stick over that area of town that I like. They don't have mm-hmm. that anymore. Um, I would say the Lip Locker Sandwich at, at uh, Ketox. Ketox is another one. They have what they call the Oriental Fries. People like Mosley don't say that. Well, that's what they call them. Health that's Camp. Good burger. Oh, the bacon cheeseburger at Health Camp is something to behold. This is a good, I think, pretty good. You can text us if you want to weigh in. Top five burgers in Central Texas. And, Stephen, that's not to mention, I, I mean, you get it, you get into Belton and Temple and go that direction or out to Mahaya, that other direction. I mean, you can, you can get some great burgers all around. Um, so, anyway, 254-662-1660. If you want to weigh in on burger talk, but Stephen, I, the, the the main conversation is, I mean, but the Baylor Lady Bears continue to be a huge conversation, and uh, we'll talk, and we're going to hear from Coach Collins some of the remarks she had yesterday. They did some VIP sessions, Stephen. He, he, I mean, and I feel like you and I would certainly qualify as VIPs, but they tell me it has to be high end donors. Now, you're a TCU high-end donor, not a Baylor high-end donor. Because I'm in journalism, I'm not allowed to give money. At least that's what, I'm, <laughs> that's what I tell people. To anyone or I anything. Can't, I can't give money to any charity or anything. No, I give money. I, I give money to charities. But Baylor is a great uh, – so I think some of the, the – what do they call that, Stephen? The tip-off people. Tip-off club. The fast break. Fast or, break club, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody it made me think of uh, – I shouldn't even bring this up, but uh, somebody who shall remain nameless. It was really funny. During my talk today, I'm giving all my scoop. 
I'm talking about Mulkey, and I'm talking about this, and I'm kind of giving some inside, and here's my thoughts on all this. And at some point, guy starts asking a question, and I'm like, dang, I know this guy. And it was Daryl Lanus, who's like the famous, you know, he, for years he was the director of marketing at Baylor. Then I think he's been over at the business school, and maybe – Maybe. I think Daryl may have – he's out there playing golf now. He may be thinking about retirement. But it was really funny to have – there I was, kind of like, hey, I'm providing all the Baylor scoop. (laughs) I'm plugged in, yeah. Here I am. And I think I am pretty pretty plugged in. Mm -hmm. And then some guy that was, like, way plugged in was sitting there. (laughs) And so – he, he wanted to know, had I read or followed up with Dave Bliss over the years? And I thought that was interesting because I, I brought up sort of my entree into covering the Cowboys was I was covering that Baylor scandal in 2003. Mm-hmm. And because of the way I covered that story is how I ended up getting the Cowboys beat job. And so that's how it all came up. But he said, have you talked to Dave Bliss since? And the truth of the matter is no. I have not had the occasion. Now, I've I've been told, hey, Dave Bliss is going to be here to speak at this place. And quite honestly, Dave Bliss strikes me as somebody, if we went and heard him, like it's kind of like, you know how presidential candidates, people like this sometimes were with Bill Clinton. You know, they, they couldn't stand him, couldn't stand him. And then in those moments of great grief or something in our, our nation, he was so good at that. I think people sometimes would be like, oh, man. This is pretty good. This is a pretty good talk. Mm-hmm. Bliss is that way. Like, I, I think based on his actions, you 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 want to hate the guy and, and think he's despicable. And what he did was despicable. But he can stand up and talk and talk about how he's found the Lord since all that. And by the end of it, I think we're ready to accept whatever Dave Bliss is selling. So what I've found myself wanting to do over the years is not attend. Not listen to him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I really don't want to have to think positively of Dave Bliss because I think I think what he was uh, what he was caught doing uh, and what he attempted to do was despicable, and I would rather move on. Okay, and sadly, we've had several scandals. I also made the point, Stephen, which I think is a fair point. I kind of caution these people, like <clears throat> when I hear Scott Drew say, uh, "We got to make this movie." we got to make this movie about the Bears. You know what they want to be in the movie? They want it to be all the happy, happy. Well, yeah. to, tell that, post to tell that yeah. story, you got to go back in there. Mm-hmm. And, and again, I, I just I caution Baylor people because I was, I was on the front row of that thing. Be a little careful before you want to dig back into a scandal and have that story written. You know, I, I'm just saying, let's hold off, although I am working on the screenplay. <laughs> Matt, we got some Rangers Dayball on. Um, can we switch over and just listen to it for a little bit? Is are we capable of doing that? They're lined out directly to Kepler oh in gosh, right field. Steven? Okay, and can we talk over it? For yeah, a second? sure. All right, we're Woody from time to time to during today's show. Tom's gone. He doesn't know what we're doing. We'll, this is a team crash. that's playing pretty well, and they've got it to 15 and 17. Last night, 3-1 win over the Twins. Today was some noon ball at 12-10, and I'm kind of – Stephen, I know you're the same way. I'm intrigued by this team. This Adelis or uh, – how, how do I say our Garcia? What's Garcia, it? yeah. Adolis, I believe. Adolis or Garcia has been a lot of fun. Solak's having a good season. Last night, three 3.1 innings. Um, yes, the young man from uh, Japan. 
<laughs> Stephen, <laughs> Stephen, I think what you wanted to say is the young Asian man. I think is where you want to go with that. Um, his, his, I got to look at his name again, though. It's an, it's an interesting name. But he goes out there and throws three point one in, three and third innings, mm-hmm. three to third innings, and has eight strikeouts, and just Dealing. mows everybody down. Let's take a peek at that name, Stephen, so we can we can give him his due. But this pitching staff, first of all, the 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 relief you never know about a bullpen. This bullpen's pretty good. This bullpen's been pretty good. Starting pitching has been good. Gibson got beat the other night, but he pitched extremely well. He went eight innings. Last night, was it last night they came back or two nights ago? Last night they just held on and won three. Two nights ago they came back, yeah. and that was when Garcia hit the homer in the tenth. Home run the tenth. I'm really liking Garcia, and then Stephen, the three point one, uh, three and a third inning, eight strikeout man. Say his name for me. You don't have it. Okay, I, I got it now. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Hyun Jong Yang. All right, Yang Jong Yang. Okay, let's stick with Yang. Y A N G. Yang was dealing last night. Steven, turn it back up. Let's just check on the – we're going to check on the Rangers real quick, see how they're doing. in one strike. Rangers down here 3-2 to two in the top of the fourth inning. Fourth inning brought to you by Wild Rag Vodka. Ooh, I don't think we're allowed to promote them, Steven. I'd like – somebody could bring us some of that. Dahl standing on first, now walking away from the bag. Wait, Twins do play Izzy to pull, but not an overshift. Outfield fan toward right. Isaiah kind of this fastball oh. hits the inside corner for a strike, Why and it's one and two. Everybody have to have a nickname. <laughs> for Pineda somebody. today, oh, Pineda. he has gotten to ball three just one time, and that was when he struck out Culberson in the second. This is Matt Hicks, uh, Rangers. Uh, if he gets behind in the count, man. he usually uh, climbs right like back Dow's in. On, uh, Dow's on first base. Yeah, two outs Into the glove he goes. In the top of the fourth. And the one-two pitch. Chopped between the mound and third. Astudillo comes up, picks it up, and has no play. That ball <laughs> died before Astudillo got there. So a swinging bunt for <laughs> Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Runners at first and second right, now for right, Charlie Steven, Cole. That's fine. We'll go back and check. I, mean, that I was thought the half inning was over there. That was the least exciting call I've ever heard from Hicks. Just kind of, well, that's the ball's there, and it's uh, it's not nobody's going to get it, and he's going to reach base. <laughs> like that's kind of a big deal. All right, runners on first and second. Little something working. Steven just said there were two outs in the inning. Pineda's out there on the mound. He's been working. We'll keep you uh, updated on this. Rangers playing pretty well. Got this thing at fifteen and seventeen. They've got my interest. Kind of a fun team, and uh, we're going to react and let you hear a little bit from Nikki Collin yesterday. She was on with us. And then she had the press conference. Um, my impressions from being at the press conference yesterday. And here's what I think she did extremely well. That's next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Another beautiful day with mostly sunny skies. Hardly a cloud around today with highs topping out at 83 degrees. Clear skies tonight, very comfortable conditions. We dropped to 57 and mostly sunny tomorrow, just a little bit warmer with the high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. 
We welcome in uh, the signature voice of CBS Sports, Jim Nance, joins us now. What did you think about the way things worked, uh, the NCAA hosting the tournament all in one site in and around Indianapolis? Uh, I thought it worked really, really well. From your perspective, what did you think? I think so, too, John. I think that actually I think there's a model here, a template for them to consider doing this down the road. Huh. Uh, I think it's maybe better than stretching it out the first week over eight sites around the country, all the logistics, the travel, the expense. I mean, to have one like host city, like an Olympic city, and then to spread the tentacles out to surrounding arenas. The John Morris Show, 2 to 3 p.m., weekdays here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Rangers get another win in Minnesota, beating the Twins last night 3-1. Rangers and Twins wrap up the series today with a getaway game this afternoon. You can hear that game over on Kicker 1590 and 99.3 FM. Yankees win their fifth straight, beating the Astros 6-3. Astros and Yankees also with the getaway game this afternoon. It's finally opening day for Round Rock Express after 600 days off. The Express will host Oklahoma City 705 first pitch with fireworks after the game. Robinson and Lake Belton's Area Championship Softball Series starts tonight. Game 1 in Lake Belton at 7 o'clock. Game 2 in Robinson tomorrow. MCC hosts Temple College today for a doubleheader before heading to Temple for a doubleheader on Saturday in the regular season. Mavericks host the Nets tonight, 6.30 tip. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. afternoon, one o'clock hour, and uh, of course, the presenting sponsor, Central National Bank. Uh, Stephen, as I made my way back from a speaking engagement at Bear Ridge, talking to that uh, Lynx Fellowship golf group, and uh, boy, that puts faith first. Stephen, do you think that was the right fit for me? Was that a was that the right mission fit? Anyway, it was a uh, excellent excellent group out there, a lot of fun. And then as I made my way back on '84, uh, uh, I looked over and there was Central National Bank, just the uh, just the beautiful bank that it is, sitting over there to my right, a couple of different uh, locations uh, in in Waco, of course, one in Temple. And one in Austin, and uh, it is uh, it's an excellent excellent time. And uh, oh wow, we've got we have Avery. We've got Avery Skinner on the line. That's oh, right. Oh my goodness, this is uh, this is fun. We have a uh, we have the newest member of the Baylor Bears. And in fact, when I reached out to her dad, we talked to her dad last week. One of my favorite all time Baylor players. Avery, your dad and I went to Baylor together. I actually really? played some pickup with him at times. It was not pretty. You do not want to be dunked on by Brian Skinner. I was out there covering some of the smaller guards. Thank goodness. But uh, <laughs> listen, we're um, we saw the news break, and uh, this is um, this is very exciting. Uh, University of Kentucky. If people don't know, Avery wins a national title at uh, Avery Skinner at, uh, at University of Kentucky and now is going to play a season with Baylor. Avery, how did this uh, how did this all come about? Yeah, um, it's kind of been a whirlwind in the past couple of weeks, to be honest. But um, I was I knew I wanted to go to graduate school, and so it really just kind of came down to academics and what was going to be the best fit um, to accomplish that. And then also when it was paired with volleyball, what it would look like. And it really just worked the best. Um, at Baylor and so here I am and I'm super excited obviously I have other ties to the school before choosing to come here for graduate school but I'm really excited to get on campus and start both. Now take us back to when you were recruited and obviously your younger sister is a great player also at Kentucky was Baylor 
in the mix um, when you were making those decisions, or did, was it Kentucky all the way? Who was kind of the what when you were making your decision? Because you were a highly decorated uh, high school player coming out of the Katy Tech area, the Houston area. What uh, who were, who was kind of in the mix when you were making those decisions? Yeah, um, so Baylor was actually the first visit I ever went on um, in junior high. Just obviously, my dad. We were there, so it ended up happening, but. Um, they, once the coaching change happened, they kind of dropped off just because I didn't know the new coaching staff. And so, um, I kind of looked towards other schools, but Kentucky came a little bit later. I was looking at other schools going on visits, um, after club club qualifiers. Um, but from the first time I talked to the assistant coach, I kind of knew that it was somewhere special. And so I was able to go visit and ended up choosing there, but Baylor's in the mix early on. And then it was Kentucky after that. All right, and um, boy, winning that national title, I saw your dad. He was on TV. People were watching that like crazy. Avery, did you see the TV numbers? It was like close to a million people were watching all that. What was that? Uh, what was that run to the national title like? I mean, that is. Uh, that, I mean, everybody, of course, here in Texas, a lot of people, not me, not me, of course, but people were rooting for the Longhorns. What was, uh, what was that like? And especially having to be in a bubble, I bet that was a very interesting experience. It was. Um, I mean, we got to see a little bit from the basketball tournaments and hear from our girls who went what it was like, but it's obviously a different thing when you get there. And so it was just kind of a matter of figuring out our schedule and um, practice schedules. And there were so many teams, so everything was blocked out. And also we were in class. So trying to figure all those things out and still we focus on class, we focus on volleyball and what we were trying to do was difficult, but um, obviously being able to come out on top made it all so worth it. And it's just something amazing that I'm so grateful I was able to be a part of um it, the team that I was on I mean we were just all so bought in and so it made it really really special Avery Skinner making the move to Baylor uh as a graduate uh, transfer and it's going to be exciting um and I'm sure uh, Avery how did how did that work with uh obviously you had a lot of love there for your teammates and it, you had a great run at Kentucky was everybody were, were there tears? Was everybody happy for you? What was the what kind of reception did you get there in the Bluegrass State? Yeah, um, so to be honest, like I said earlier, it all really came down to academics, and that, I mean, is the main thing. We're there to be student-athletes, and so Craig, the head coach, has always been so supportive of that and wanting to send us to whatever is going to help us be the most successful, and so it really stinks that it wasn't, I wasn't able to work out at Kentucky, but also, it's just a super exciting opportunity, and that's really the theme of how everyone um, has solved. Is just excited for this next um, step in my life, and um, I know that they will support me, and I will support them um, going forward. All right, and, and take us back to now. Obviously, with your dad being in the NBA, um, you remember maybe some of those days when you were really young. Did you? Uh, did you were you drawn to basketball first, or did you start playing volleyball at a, at a, at a really really young age? Yeah, um, I we tried. So my parents us in every sport, so that we can never say you didn't let me try this. So we did everything. Um, I did play basketball for a little bit. It just was not my thing. Um, and my dad was like, "You need to stick to something else. You're going to embarrass us in the basketball department." So um, <laughs> I started playing volleyball in third grade, and I that was my sport. Um, I danced a little bit early on, but after that, when it came to club and schedules getting a little more hectic, I had to choose and. That's kind of what I did. So I've been doing it for a while. 
All right, outside hitter, and um, I, and I, I, you know, your dad was six nine, six ten. Avery, how tall are you? I'm six one. Oh, six one. All right, and um, that that is uh, it's you, you, you'll meet Yossi. You probably already have at some point or visit with her, but uh, it, it it is remarkable remarkable to watch the outside hitters and how high you got. Now, what do you know about the Baylor program? Obviously, they had success. They went to the Final Four, not this past run, but the the run before. What have you been able to gather about the the program and, and Coach McGuire, and and what do you uh, what do you think of it? Yeah, um, so I've kind of just been watching from afar so whenever I've been able to see on TV and watching games. Um, but it just looks like a really special program. I think everyone seems very close, and um, all the girls seem super sweet. And um, obviously, Coach Ryan, I mean, he's been very successful, and I've heard nothing but good things about him. And just from the conversations I've been able to have with him recently can tell just how genuine he is. And um, I'm really excited to get to play for him um, and kind of get – there in the summer and get things going. Avery Skinner joining us, daughter of Brian Skinner, one of the great Baylor players of all time. had a had a really nice NBA career. Go ahead, Stephen. Avery, what's your uh, area of focus going to be in grad school, and, and what do you hope to do with that degree? Yeah, um, so I'm going to be in the CSD um, department with majoring in speech language pathology. Oh, nice. Speech language patho- pathology. Okay. And so is that what will be, uh, will that, will you like work with kids or all ages or what will the, uh, what will that specialty be? Yeah. So in graduate school, we get different clinical placements each semester. So I will be able to work with all ages from kids all the way up. Um, but I personally am really interested in pediatrics. So that's something that I see myself going into after graduation. Could you work with, like, sports broadcasters and maybe help them improve? Maybe. Um, I don't know much about that, honestly, but, I mean, that's our job is to be communication experts and help people with that. So uh, you never know. Okay, good, good. I'll, I will keep that in mind. We'll let you focus on uh, on volleyball as, as you arrive. And then what is, uh, you know, they made Yossi – so you've seen some of these pictures. You guys, y'all's verticals, it's scary. In fact, I think maybe, not that your dad wasn't athletic because he was, but you might have you might have a higher vertical than your dad. Have you have do y'all ever test your vertical like at Kentucky? Did you ever find out, hey, I I can jump whatever, thirty three, thirty four inches or something like that? We do. Um, I'll go back to having a higher vertical than my dad. I will totally ride that train. So feel free to let him know that you feel that way. Um, I don't think he'll be happy about that. But we have tested it. I don't exactly know. I know I touch 10-6, um, and you usually like go from what you touch and subtract your standing reach. So I don't exactly have the inches on that. Um, but in the volleyball world, it usually we just talk about how high you touch because the net – is a certain height and um yeah so I, I don't exactly have the inches for you yet but i can get them to you <laughs> yeah now did you all have did you get to have like a parade or what was the celebration like obviously your dad uh i believe participated in the the baylor uh um you know obviously we, they won the national men's basketball championship and mm-hmm. and a lot of the great players came back and, and and were in the parade what did they what did they do for uh for volleyball 
Yeah, so when we got off of um, our plane, we were welcomed by all of um, our fans, and we called them the Big Blue Nation at UK. So they were all there at TAC Air at our um, airport, and then we bust over to our gym, and they had a big welcoming back party there. And so we were able to have our national championship trophy there, and um, everyone, Craig, our head coach, was able to talk. And so it was really great. I mean, being in the bubble, we were able to have fans, some fans, but obviously not as many as the usual years. So it was really great to get back and see all the people who were supporting us from afar. Well, listen, we appreciate it, um, and uh, we're excited to get to know you and uh, watch you play. And I, I think uh, you were a major, major part of that national championship. So to add that, wouldn't that be something, to finish with a uh, national title at Kentucky and then help bring one to Baylor? Um, and everybody seems to be ranked number one right now at Baylor. So I think everything is in uh, good shape. But we're, we're excited. But what was your dad like, by the way, when, uh, when the uh, Baylor men won the national championship? Was he pretty stoked? He was pumped. I mean, his Facebook was going crazy. His thumbs had to be tired. Um, but, yeah, he was super excited, and um, I was able to watch it. I know he was watching it with everyone. So, obviously – looking at your alma mater, being able to accomplish something so great is really exciting. So I know he was happy. Do you not wear your, your, your dad used to wear some really cool, like rec specs. I mean, they were very like kind of almost like Oakley's or something. Have you ever tried wearing that during a volleyball or do you, or do you, uh, have you not tried the rec specs? I have not. They are filmed over at the house, like on a little stand. So they are still alive. Um, to this day, but no, I could have, and I think he was trying to make me be that way whenever I was younger. He, I didn't even know contacts were a thing. Rec specs were the only way to go, and then some, one of my friends was like, you know, con- you can get contacts, and my dad was like, all for the rec spec train, but um, no, I never did that, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell your dad that you think he's, he was wearing Amber Vision. Okay, that's a good way to get him. But uh, Okay. All right, well, I, we're excited and uh, looking forward to you getting to campus and just uh, congratulations on the national title. And then that was extra. Everybody here was very, very excited to see that. In fact, it, the announcement surprised your dad. I congratulated him, and his response was like, where are you hearing that? <laughs> I said, I, so I had to say, well, the Baylor people have tweeted it out. And then he was, at some point, he was like, oh, okay. I didn't realize they were going to put it out there that quickly. So anyway, I, uh, he, he was, I think he's very excited. So this will be, uh, and it'll be a little easier to see you play. I know they made it out there as much as possible, but this will be a, uh, this will be at least a, a fairly short drive. But uh, all right, Avery, well, good luck to you, and uh, we appreciate you being on with us. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. You bet. Avery Skinner, the uh, outside hitter. I mean, she's the Skinner. She's the name in the uh, in the Skinner family now. Sorry, Brian, but Avery has sort of taken over. National title winner, and uh, she's big time. And is going to be an outside hitter. Steven, think about that. Yossi. Yosiana, but we call her Yossi or Yossi. Um, she can jump like crazy. Stephen, can you do the math on that? If you can jump 10-6, if you can reach, if she's 6-1 and she can jump up there to 10-6, think about that. That's six inches higher than uh, a basketball rim, and she's 6-1. Let's do the inches on that. 
golly, that's a that's pretty big time if you think mm-hmm. about it. That's a high. That's up up yeah, in. Yeah, it's like four four feet five inches. So you're talking. Goodness gracious. Four, no, that's that doesn't. We can't say forty eight. So anyway, we'll do the math. <laughs> we'll tell you, Avery Skinner, man, she can jump out of the gym though. Think about Yossi and. And Avery Skinner together outside hitter in the libero we like so much. It's going to be quite a team. All right, it's Mosley and Simcox. We do have, my goodness, Stephen, we've talked a lot here. But we do have a little time left. Some impressions on Nikki Collin, how things went at the press conference yesterday, Baylor's new women's coach. I've got some thoughts on that. And then we'll end with some uh, really wild Aaron Rodgers news. This is getting ugly. We'll kind of let you know what's going on there. It's all next. Glenn Moore and Baylor Lady Bears softball on 101.3 FM. The Lady Bears wrap up the regular season with a split series against the Lady Longhorns this weekend. It begins Friday in Austin and concludes Saturday and Sunday at Getterman Stadium in Waco. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball every game on 101.3 FM. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. The newest, hottest music fest is happening on May 7th through the 9th at Waco's Extra Cool Event Center. Don't miss the one hot music fest on Friday night featuring chart-topping artist Co Wessel, along with Pecos in the Rooftops and Austin Mead. Come on out and enjoy Texas' best musicians. VIP and general admission tickets are on sale now. For more information and to purchase tickets, visit extracooleventcenter.com today. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107. Or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. In Waco, Texas, we like to win. On the ball field, in the boardroom, we welcome competition. We work hard. We play fair. And at Jeff Hunter Toyota, we're determined to do whatever it takes to win your trust. In Waco, this is who we are. And Toyota is what we drive. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Man alive, does it get hot in Central Texas. And when the temperature rises really high, it's really rough on your home's foundation. That's when you need to call the doctor. Here's Ronnie Weathorn, the foundation doctor. Hi there, I'm the foundation doctor. 
and I've been caring for your neighbor's foundation for many years. Are you in need of repair and having trouble sorting out all of the choices? Or do you feel pressure to go with the more expensive option to get the best warranty? We not only offer more solutions than anyone, but we tailor our warranties to you. If we're confident we can cure your issues with a less expensive option, we'll give you the best warranty. Because at The Foundation Doctor, we focus on the right solution for you. Our inspections are always free, so give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls? The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage in West. Rangers get another win in Minnesota, beating the Twins last night 3 1. Rangers and Twins wrap up the series today with a getaway game this afternoon. You can hear that game over on Kicker 1590 and 99.3 FM. Yankees win their fifth straight, beating the Astros 6 3. Astros and Yankees also with the getaway game this afternoon. It's finally opening day for Round Rock Express after 600 days off. The Express will host Oklahoma City 705 first pitch with fireworks after the game. Robinson and Lake Belton's Area Championship Softball Series starts tonight. Game 1 in Lake Belton at 7 o'clock. Game 2 in Robinson tomorrow. MCC hosts Temple College today for a doubleheader before heading to Temple for a doubleheader on Saturday in the regular season. Mavericks host the Nets tonight, 6.30 tip. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Chuck Mosley and Simcox, and we've been all over the place today. We had some volleyball just then. Avery Skinner, daughter of Brian Skinner, one of the most famous Baylor players ever, basketball. She plays volleyball. She crushes it. I mean, she really does. She's 6'1". And she gets after it. And so anxious to uh, see how she fits into this Baylor team. Final four. I got him going to the final four. Uh, Steven, I've been on the phone uh, with Coach McGuire. And uh, we are comparing some notes. And, man, I, we, I'm excited. Yesterday, in fact, I did the show from outside the volleyball offices. 
and and people would come and come out and look at me and try to figure out why I was out there. You know, I didn't we didn't have all our equipment. I just took the phone and my little tie line, so it looked like I was just doing a bunch of phone calls, right, <laughs> just outside their uh, office. But I think I think they were pleased to have me. Uh, I, I would hope so. And uh, it was uh, it was an exciting time. Been a big day today. Been out uh, speaking at Bear Ridge to the uh, Lynx Fellowship Group <clears throat> and the uh, Ben Hagens, uh, friend of the show, Trey, his son, great friends, uh, and, and that was great. They had us out there and had a good visit with everybody. All right, Stephen, one of the big topics out there today was Nikki Collin. And we're sort of thinking about how she did in that first – she met, she did some meet and greets, she did the media, she did – Stephen – that's tough. You got to pass the Mosley test. That's the right. The Mosley Simcox test. And she did. I thought she did a good job and she did some interviews. And I think it went pretty well. Um, and, and we're going to listen to just a little bit. I would just say her best moments to me were saying, listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to be Kim Mulkey. Uh, I can only be authentically me. And she did a good job of right away thanking Kim and and talking about how Kim was synonymous with all those banners. So I you gotta hit those notes. You gotta I mean, if you're gonna follow a legend, I mean I wouldn't suggest it. Uh, it's that's not an easy way to go. You wanna follow the person who followed the legend. Following a legend is not easy. But she was very humble and basically said, listen, I, I hope in 10 years I add to the legacy of Baylor women's basketball. But she's, you know, she's not going to come in here and, uh, and, and try to be something she's not. And I think that's a very, very wise thing. All right, we've got a little bit of this um, that, that we want to play for you from yesterday. And uh, the, the, one of the questions that was asked was, was the plan after going the WNBA route uh, to eventually get back into coaching college? There wasn't a plan. Um, I, I'm always on the what's the best opportunity, what's the, what's the best place for growth. Um, there was never a plan. Um, after my sister passed away, the plan was I wanted to stay in coaching and we wanted to be near to family. So I went to Florida Gulf Coast and learned a ton um, from Carl Semesco. Um, when I had the chance to go to the WNBA, it wasn't about the WNBA. It was about working with Kurt Miller. So that was the decision. That was the opportunity. Um, that opportunity turned into being a head coach for the Atlanta Dream. So then that was the opportunity. Um, I wasn't looking to come back to college. I wasn't looking to move in the WNBA. I've always believed when you're happy where you're at, things can unfold organically. Um, and, and that's just what happened here. Um, if you'd asked me a week ago if I'd have been the head coach at Baylor, I would have said, heck no. Um, but here we are. So uh, this was the next best opportunity. And I'd like to stay here a long time. All right. Like to stay here a long time. Nikki, I'd love to have you around. And, uh, you know, got to win a few ball games to make that happen. And I, I thought she was off to a good start. Appreciate the Baylor, the Lady Bears folks that listen to us. You guys were out there. I know you've been confused by, uh, by some of what's going on. Um, what, what happened with Kim leaving? It was shocking. Still feels a little shocking to me. I mean, Kim Mulkey, 
created the program, was the program, takes up a lot of airspace, and it is not easy, and, and nobody really replaces her. They have to try to build on this, uh, this huge big-time program. It'll come down to recruiting, and I, I think uh, – I think she is wise enough to know, you know, she's got to get some of these players to almost rechoose Baylor. Now, I think Baylor people, like myself, Stephen, like kind of think, well, I thought they went here for the school. Well, yeah, we'd like to think that. And I think that it does have something to do with it. Baylor's a special place. But like all these schools, these kids have relationships with the assistant coaches and the coaches. And they decide who they want to entrust their basketball careers with. Parents weigh in on that. Who do I want my daughter or son, and you know, where where do I want them to be for that next four to five years of their career? And so that all that goes into it. All right, here's here's another one, uh, Nikki. How will your WNBA experience help you make these Baylor players pros? I think that's it. I think there's two things that the pros, really three things that the pros prepared me for. One, I know what it takes to get there. And not just what it takes to get there, what it takes to stay there. And that's a huge part of being a professional athlete is, are you good enough to get there? And do you figure, out, figure it out enough to stay there? So, you know, yeah, I can go into a home and recruit a player and say, I think you're good enough and here's how we're gonna get you there. You gotta put in the work but we can get you there. So that, that's one thing. I certainly know what it takes to be successful at that level. The other thing is day in and day out, the WNBA is Groundhog's Day in the summer. It is, it is a grind. It is a around-the-clock scouting, preparing. And, and what that does is it prepares you because every game's a close game. There aren't, and look at the WNBA scores, there aren't any 40-point blowouts. There aren't any buy-in games. It is a grind day in and day out. You have to be on your game. You have to be prepared. You have to make in-game adjustments. You have to be great in late-game situations. And so those are the, those two things are, are, are huge. Then the third thing is just, it taught me to manage people. Okay? It taught me to manage people. It, it was the, whether that was in, on the college side or the pro side, you know, the first player that said yes to me um, was Renee Montgomery in free agency. The first coach to say to say yes to me was Mike Peterson. You know, the first athletic trainer to say yes to me was Jessica Cohn. Like those people, I, I can't explain how that touches you when people say they want to work for you. You know, and so it, it's learning to manage people as a head coach because that's not something you do as an assistant coach. You don't meet with the press. You don't have press conferences. You don't worry about COVID protocol. You show up, you work with them. Um, you're a huge part of a team's success, but being the head coach in a WNBA taught me how to work with people. I had hoped that she would get up there, Stephen, and kind of take our mask off and throw it maybe to start the news conference. I thought that would have been good. That was a good bit by Kim. <laughs> she loves a good bit. Hey, she threw out a bad word. Did you hear Nick? Because we kind of thought they kept talking about mission fit. Mission fit. She's got to, you know, she's got to fit all that. She's got to hit all the right notes as far as uh, the Christian mission that is Baylor. 
And, of course, Stephen, listen, I grew up Southern Baptist. You grew up Southern Baptist. I've kind of broken away from the Southern Baptist. I'm more of a moderate Baptist now. But uh, we like all that. But i tell you what we also like, winning a lot of basketball games. Like I like a I like like a six hundred and a hundred record or whatever Kim had. I like that. I like that. I, and I you know I'm not really tracking if they're in Sunday school or not. Some of these coaches, but I liked it. I thought she was very authentic. She's not going to try to be Kim. That would be a bad thing. She knows it, and she's got to. That's a hard needle to thread. You have to get be respectful of what Kim accomplished, and then. Uh, and then be able to – Stephen, I, I, I got to think it's funny for these coaches. Have you seen these coaches like, oh, my gosh, you know, tweeting, we love Nikki, Nikki, welcome. Here's our video board. Here's our video tribute to you. You don't think Kim's watching all that? Mm, okay, y'all are moving on pretty quickly from me. <laughs> I've been a little careful. I've been a little more careful with that. I, I like Nikki, but I'm still going through a bit of a grieving process, okay? I miss Kim. Kim, I miss you. I miss you. If you're out there listening, okay, I'm not quite ready to move on. Everybody wants me to move on. I can't quite do it yet. I've got to. I've got to get over you at some point. Okay, what do we have next? John Ooh, Morris, the JMO show. What's Garrett doing in here? Is he getting ready to do some he's, JMO? I think he's going to do some JMO. Where yeah. in the world is JMO? See, he, he's not coming in today. Apparently, you scared him off. He better be bringing me some apparel. I got some championship gear from the Lynx Fellowship folks. That's great. I tell you how good that burger was out there? You did. God. You ate it in front of me, yeah. That's a <laughs> I offered you half of it. You've got some kind of allergic reaction to something. My gosh. Both you guys, we got to get you all right. Get everybody. You need to be like me and take all the vitamins. You'll end up in your mid-40s looking <laughs> Looking like me. I know that's y'all's dream. Okay, everybody, have a great evening. Hello to John Morris. John Morris Show coming up next, followed by Stretch Plays, Stretch Marks, and then Game Time with Tommy from Fayetteville, Arkansas, Land of the Hogs. Good night, everybody.